The Will Cain Show podcast is presented by the Capital One Venture Card. Earn unlimited double miles on every purchase every day. What's in your wallet? College football this final hour. Will Kane, the Rosillo Show, a Monday. I'm going to be off tomorrow, but headed down to uh, uh, Will's neck of the woods. Say hi to my kids. I know. That'd be weird. Your old stomp, Tim. New York, You huh? still have the uh, compound in Greenwich? Oh, in you guys, Greenwich. You're going to Greenwich, huh? Did you guys yeah. hang on What's to going it? going on down there? We're a fet. Seasonal fet. For you? No. No. I just like that word. I think it sounds fancy. F-E-T-E. You yeah. know what? Will actually, like, he's Will a, should move to Greenwich. Like, he's living in New York City right now and stuff, but he's more of a Greenwich guy. You know, the thing you about it is, mean? honestly, people don't know me. You don't know what I'm like in New York City. You know? I'm not that Greenwich. No, yeah, but I'm, I would. Dude, I'm just looking at you right now. Like, like with that today, type of does, hair yeah. product and just, like, you're, yeah, you're, you'd fit right in. You're, I'm more Harlem than you realize. Not re- you're like the renovation. <laughs> you should say part. that in first take next time. <laughs> I'll give you $100 if next debate with Stephen A, when it comes down to race, you go, hey, Stephen A, I'm more Harlem than you are. Say that to him. Listen, I was in Harlem last week hanging out. Right. And for and those who don't understand. By the way, by the way, comes, goes, Harlem isn't. Listen, being at Columbia doesn't count. Okay? <laughs> I wasn't. Sorry. Listen, this guy who's a friend of mine coming, he goes, can you be around here? White like, friend? Black friend. Does it matter? I don't see color, right? And Good he point. said to me, um, can you hang around here? I'm like, why? He goes, you know, Cameron's around here. Did you hear Cameron came at me? Yeah, Cameron crushed you. Yeah, Harlem guy. I said, you tell Cameron, I may not go 135th and down. down. Why don't you, right. tell, yeah. him. Why don't you tell him, like, hey, I shop at this fairway supermarket, too. Huh? That's what you told him. <laughs> <laughs> Quit it, Tim. Wasn't that a fairway? Yeah, because Whole there Foods, is, man. <laughs> what's the cutoff? Is, is it 135th? Is it, what's the cutoff where you go, like, I'm in Harlem, but I'm still not in Harlem? No, it's like one, it's, I mean, 110, 116, maybe. But, I, I mean, my life goes to 135. Good fact. for you. Yeah. Fact. Just facts, bro. Spitting facts. There's a charter school up there that he... It's, that's <laughs> what it is. <laughs> there's soccer. There's a game there. Once. What the hell were we talking about before? All right, let's just do it. Pull-ups. How many do you think you could do right now? It depends what kind of pull-ups they are. Uh, standard. Standard like, like, shoulder like, width like, apart. Like, like this is like a, like a, like a crossfit? No, like not kipping, the crazy. Kipping, kipping you know I mean? sw- swinging, you know? restrict. Cheating. How's that cheating? I mean? Well, the ones, the pull-ups where you... you Hurl your entire body. What's the point? It's the same distance, the same mass, moving the same amount of time. Yeah, it's your yeah. body moving that stuff. I mean, oh, right? my you bad. Cross, <laughs> CrossFit rules. You know? I don't know. So, what's your number? Um, would you set it at fifteen? I set the over under fifteen. Yes, I can easily do twice as many as that. Get out of town! We're gonna have a competition. That. Hey, as long as you that as just l- shook up the conversation. Listen, as long as you, as long as it, as like as long as you're allowed to kip, like a CrossFit pull up, as long as you're allowed to kip, for sure. Right now, you and I walk outside. You can squeeze out thirty. Yeah, I mean, I take my jacket off, but yeah, thirty right now. Mm-hmm. Well, wow. we got to finish the show first. No, I don't. Although want you to. know what, I'll do a solo okay. segment. All right, so hold we on, just re-air back. my opening rant. We're, put a pin in this competition. A little bit earlier, Tim, I say to Ryan. Had a little bit of a big weekend. Georgia Auburn got a little out of hand for me. Okay, okay. so yes. proud of you. Seven or eight fireballs. Okay, because right. who does too? Not <laughs> so, you. It tastes so good when it hits your lips. <laughs> Another shot of big red. Yes, I will. Um, Breath feels great. At this, it's like yeah. Um, 
they at this bar in New York Midtown they had they had a pull up bar and they have a standing competition going okay. at this bar free t shirt name in the record books all that if you can conquer conquer this competition okay. can you hang for two minutes that's Ooh. it I don't hang think I could hang for, for two, two minutes. minutes I don't think I could hang that's for a two long minutes. time it's yeah. an eternity that's an eternity listen one minute's hard how close did you get all right. Because here's what we're going to tell our listeners. You're doing this in the next two days. Ryan Rosillo, I'm going right? to try. Yeah, I'm going to see what happens. I mean, there's been no prep to it. And the reason why I'm bringing up the whole pull-up thing is that Will went on this thing, I would say maybe a month or two ago, where you were kind of like, we'd be in a commercial break, and you would just say, I want to know if there's some sort of fitness thing I could beat you at. I go, well, you could beat me in running. You beat me in distance running. Like, all that stuff. I'm not not. I got your pull-ups. I said that. But that was your whole deal. It was a, it was a strength thing. Guy. Is that well, you? because you weigh 140 pounds. You see yourself as a pull-up guy. And you thought there was no, and I can actually do a decent number of them, but yeah, I'll probably lose the pull-up thing to you. I don't, I don't think I can get thirty. See, to walk I think out that right the now. hanging thing is, um, it's all like you know, hand strength proportion to you Body know, your weight. weight. That's exactly so right. Like, it, like you say, two minutes. I guarantee you, like my ten-year-old son, like he could hang for two minutes. So here's okay? the game: ten-year-old son, like he's hanging for two minutes. Why's your kid so me? Dry? Like I, I couldn't even get close to a minute. All right, so I've got a sample size of about four or five dudes, all pretty well into the fireball at this point. But I saw every technique tried. I saw right. under double unders. I saw the bicep guy grip. I saw standard military. I saw the guys go with Canadian, one in, one out. Every single is that because of immigration? I don't I'm understand not sure. Why it's gonna be. But that's what it was yeah. called. And no one got the two minutes. Now the issue is the false. No grip. one. You got to wrap your thumb. It's like when you're power cleaning. So when you're power cleaning, you got to wrap your thumb. It's almost like creating leverage, right? Like it's like a hook grip. You yes. Know? Wow. I That's wish I would have. This is why you get thirty pull-ups. Here's what I got. Okay. And I was told before I did it. Let me be clear with you. Do not try to regrip. One buddy had tried this before at this bar. Never regrip. I heard all that. At a minute thirty, I told myself I can regrip, and I have to. Because you, you feel the to a skin, minute thirty. Minute thirty. Because you weigh one hundred and forty. You feel the skin going. You feel yourself getting down to the fingers. Fireball starts tingling. And you're like, and I told myself I can actually pull up, give myself time to regrab it. And the minute you take the slightest tension off that bar, I went to the ground like a sack of potatoes. Just boom, and everyone fell the same way trying to regrip. So in the next two days, Ryan, do not regrip. I still got to get back to the thirty pull-ups, though, so Rudy. Because there, there has to be a difference between just straight, normal pull-ups and these CrossFit like that, things. I mean, what do you guys got going on this afternoon? <laughs> I have to drive to Greenwich. <laughs> we got Give a me well, a month. We got a wellness center. We got a wellness center about 150 yards away. Uh, am I? I'm not trying to challenge you. I'm just saying. There's I a massive there's... difference to being like be able to do a kipping pull-up versus like just dead hang. You know, and pulling up for sure. But you're all the There's way down difference. now, Hasselbeck. All right, so right? let's, yeah, why don't Full we do extension. this? Yeah. You guys head over to the gym. I'll do the next segment solo. You gonna take a phone for social? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Dan Z's on it. Yeah, at Rosillo Show, you can find this out. It, this isn't doubting Tim. I'm just trying to figure out. I think that there is an advantage of doing the, what is it called? The Kipling? Kipping. The Kipling. Doctor Doctor Kipling listen, method. If you can butterfly, it's probably even better. But I don't Whoa. have, very, I don't have a very right. good butterfly. All right, we're doing this. We're getting a dress shirt sweaty. Uh, I'll talk about college football. Why everybody is biased. It's coming up right now here, the Rosillo Show. One hundred flowers dot com Twitter feed right here on ESPN Radio. In life, there are talkers and there are doers. Sometimes it's not hard to tell the difference. 
Mike Bloomberg has spent his life getting big things done. Starting his business out of a one-room office, Mike built a company with 20,000 employees, all with good pay and quality health care. Elected mayor in the aftermath of 9-11, Mike got to work helping rebuild a shaken city, creating nearly 500,000 new jobs and expanding health care for nearly 700,000 New Yorkers. Now, there's a clear choice. Do you want a debater or a doer? Someone who can fix health care, who's done it. A guy who's unafraid of tough challenges, who has a track record creating jobs, who's taken on the NRA and won. That's Mike Bloomberg, a proven leader who can unite our country and get big things done. That's who can beat Trump. That's who we need in the White House. I'm Mike Bloomberg, candidate for president, and I approve this message. Paid for by Mike Bloomberg 2020. And now another edition of Obvious News from GEICO. Experts now say that wearing more clothes in the winter will, in fact, help you be warmer. We asked cold victim Trent Patterson about this, and here's what he said. Yeah, it was the weirdest thing. I I was a little cold, put on a sweater, then wasn't cold. I was like, what? Also in Obvious News, GEICO makes it easy to save money and easy to reach them, with licensed agents available around the clock. So switching is a really smart decision. That's Obvious News from GEICO. All right, apparently this is what we're going to do here. Will Kane and Hasselbeck went over to the gym to try to see how many pull-ups they could do. We thought we were going to do more on Eli, but we've done like six segments on it already, so we ended up talking pull-ups. And then Hasselbeck just goes, I can do 30 right now. But kippings, so some CrossFit version of it, so he's going to bang that out a little bit later. So Will's like, I'm going to go over witness it. Dan Z's doing it for social media for the Rosillo Show. So there you go. That leaves me here with the opening rant that I had a little bit earlier that I did want to do one more time, and that is this. I have... And I'll throw my resume out there one more time just in case people forget. I've been here 12 years. I've been in this slot eight and a half years. I've traveled for college football for about 10 of them. Six is the host of College Game Day Radio. For four straight years, every year of the existence of the college football playoff, we've had the chairman on this show, Jeff Long, for two years, Kirby Hocutt for a couple years. I went to Vermont. We don't even have football. I grew up in New England. Most people in Boston don't care about it. I hosted a Boston talk show for three years. We never talked about college football. We didn't even talk about the national championship the day of or the day after. I'm the least biased person in the country is the whole thing I'm trying to tell you here, okay? I wanted Bama in because I thought they were the fourth best team. I know I've been accused of rooting for Oregon. Yeah, because I like Chip and I like Helfrich and I like Rob Mullen, their AD. I think he's terrific. I like Colt McCoy at one point and started rooting for Texas and I like Tom Herman a little bit, so I'll be rooting for him too. And yeah, I like Baton Rouge. You go, you tell me you don't like it. So the point is, is that even though I can have some allegiances here or there, I'm not the guy that played at some of these schools. I'd rather had been able to play. I'd rather been able to play at a big-time college football program and actually say, yeah, I'm a Michigan man, or yeah, I went to Ohio State, or you roll tide and mean it because I played there in the 90s. That would be sick, and I'm still jealous of that feeling. But what I'm not jealous of is every dude that played somewhere banging his chest on Sunday screaming conspiracy and that this whole thing is a lie and that the playoff committee, they're all in bed with somebody else and this whole thing's fixed when it's like, man, they just put Bama in over Iowa State. This isn't that hard. I think Bama's better. I think Bama has a better resume despite not having the same strength of schedule when, in fact, the strength of schedule gap isn't that much. If you're an Ohio State fan and you think that the conference championship should trump the extra loss and a really bad loss to Iowa, then I understand your point. I just think Bama's better. This isn't like the committee said, ah, we're going to do Clemson, we're going to do Oklahoma, we're going to do Georgia, and you know what? Let's throw in Stanford because we think they're physical and their losses are excusable. 
This isn't the big conspiracy that so many voices in college football want you to believe that it is. And honestly, the only thing I can think they can come up with is that they're just mad. They're mad that it's a school that's getting in that they didn't go to, or they're just mad, or they're sick of Alabama, or they're sick of the SEC. I'll run through it right now. Love Joey Galloway. But you know what? When he says it's a travesty for the Buckeyes to be left out when he played there, I already know that take is coming. Desmond Howard, it's sick. The Heisman, the pose, the whole deal. Last year, when everybody's trying to figure out Ohio State, Penn State, or Washington, he's the dude that has Michigan in the playoff. And you go, well, come on, dude. I'm not taking you seriously. Paul Feinbaum, what's he rooting for? Every one of you to be miserable, so you call his show for four hours. Lebitard was on this morning. He's rooting for the dumbest option out of all of them just because he wants to laugh. And I think that's actually kind of funny because it's so obvious. I sat next to Cannell for two years. He is one of the most biased single people when it comes to the sport of college football in this entire country. Now, I love the guy, and I consider him a friend, but I also sat next to him for for all of those years, and not just doing the show together, but for four years of hearing him complain every single week about this massive SEC conspiracy. He's screaming that the committee's a bunch of liars because there's an outcome that he doesn't like because he's from Florida State. Joel Klatt, who I love, and yes, I forgot that Colorado at the time was in the Big 12 before moving over to the Pac-12, he thinks the conspiracy like goes beyond just the committee. He thinks we know about it. Here's the thing, man. If I've been here 12 years and I'm not involved in any of the conspiracies, then I'm doing something wrong here as a college football voice. I just don't understand how Bama being in ahead of Ohio State, yes, upsetting, but then leads these people down this road, all of these smart college football guys, into feeling like this is the Russians being involved in the election, okay? Oh, I can't, I can't believe it. The people in that room, geographically, their age, their backgrounds, they're all these things. We can't agree on anything, okay? Anything. The joke I made in the second hour was that it was... You know, you got a bunch of buddies and you're watching Wolf of Wall Street and you go, man, Margot Robbie, are you kidding me? And you know you'll have a friend they will say, eh, a little skinny for my taste. Like, you're always going to have that person that tells you, I don't really see it that way. This is just football. This isn't even an election. This isn't Margot Robbie. This is a bunch of people who spend all year watching football going, you know what, we thought Bama was just a little bit better. And by the way, forget strength of record, forget FPI, forget strength of schedule, forget metrics. Can we get research on is two losses more? Is it twice as more than one loss? Because I think it is. If we can get research on that, that'd be great. I just don't, I don't understand it, man. I've done this job a long time. And you cannot like the outcome, but this isn't crooked. This isn't a conspiracy. ESPN would probably rather have Ohio State in to balance it out geographically. To have, like, Ohio State's a ratings monster. And for every Ohio State argument for this year, what you're really doing If you're telling me conference championships matter, if you're telling me two losses don't matter, if you're telling me strength of schedule matters, then what you're really doing is arguing for USC to be in ahead of you because they crush both Bama and Ohio State in strength of record, strength of schedule. All right. um, We got breaking news here about something completely different. Rosilla Show, it's ESPN Radio. LeVar Ball has pulled LeAngelo Ball from UCLA. First reported by TMZ, R. Jeff Goodman confirming. Am I supposed to do something with this? A kid who wasn't going to play in the pros? Like, we're not freaking out about this, right? Like, we're not going to get a guest on? What's this deal, Saruti? I think 
are are you and I freaking about out about this? No, I think people will freak out about this. Well, yeah, but everybody knows. Like he, if it wasn't for the package deal of the the Lavar and Lamelo being really good, Leandro would never be playing at UCLA. Yeah, he's the least talented. Yeah, he ball would. brother. He is just there because right. Lonzo went, and because Lamelo is well, probably not going to go now. But so he's pulled them. He's pulled them from UCLA. UCLA not in the college football playoff. Hit us up with your thoughts at Rosillo Show, 1-800-Flowers.com, Twitter feed. Here is Nick Saban, who went on with Van Pelt, talking about why Bama should be in the college football playoff. People talk about our schedule, and we beat three top 25 teams, but we played Florida State. They were the number three team in the country, and if Francois doesn't get hurt in the game in the fourth quarter, they may be in the top ten right now. So everybody kind of forgets about that game at the time. That was sort of the opener of the century. And I think our team played well, and I think that consideration based on the kind of team they had then uh, is very important. I saw a lot of people say, I can't believe I can't believe Saban would go on and, and stump. He called in. I, I saw that joke a lot. Oh, he called into Van Pelt show. Are you kidding? What's he supposed to do? I would like everybody else to make their argument, and I would like Alabama to be above it all and to not make our argument. That dude will go on every show that he knows helps his program and helps recruiting, just like everybody else that should go on. As soon as the Big Ten Championship was done, Clatt was there with Urban. They immediately both started stumping for the Big Ten because Clatt didn't want an SEC team in there. It's fairly obvious if you look at the way he talks about that conference all the time. And I'm just calling it like I see it. I'm telling you, I'm the dude from Vermont that didn't have a football team that understands this stuff as well as everybody because I've been everywhere. And I, I just want the four best teams in, and that's what the playoff committee did. I thought Urban, you know, was stumping for his team. He went on TV too. And Urban said, Hey, we got two wins against top four teams. They don't have any. So he was counting Penn State for when they were ranked. And yet Alabama's win against Florida State doesn't count for when they were ranked because Florida State isn't good anymore. All right, I got it. I know everybody's argument. I know everybody's. Mine is super simple. One team is better than the other one. The NFL announced uh, breaking news with Rob Gronkowski. Discipline for Gronk. We'll get you that later. Uh, we're going to do that right now. All right, so let's do this. Breaking news, Gronk. Or we have the graphic on TV where you can see it already on ESPN News. Uh, I'm going to tease it for radio but because uh, he's definitely going to be in some trouble here. The Rosillo Show, it's ESPN Radio. Nobody's going to stop me. No, nothing is beyond me. I'm coming at you faster. No stopping right now. Now that Human Resources VP Meg Ward has Kronos for HR, payroll, talent, and time, she's totally owning it at work. She even has her own hype song. I'ma blow it up now. My workforce is really diverse. You know, different hours, different skill sets, different pay grades. We're motivating and engaging the right people every step of the way. Kronos, HR solutions for the modern workforce. Learn more at Kronos.com slash HR Swagger. Final hour of the show. Tim Hasselbeck back in (laughs) after sitting out. So we get to the pull-up contest. These guys just had it. Will Kane, the Rosillo Show, ESPN Radio, presented by Progressive Insurance. Pick from a range of coverage options of the Name Your Price tool to find out a price that works for you. Breaking news, Rob Gronkowski suspended one game by the NFL for his late hit on Jadavius White. 
Uh, that was that play where Gronk was definitely P.I., but like you can't do what Gronk did, so not a surprise there for Gronk to be suspended. Not surprised at all. In fact, I thought that's what they should do. I mean, there's basically been three hits this year that are awful. Um, Mike Evans, um, you know, the hit uh, when he was coming to Jameis's defense, he -hmm. ultimately then got into a fight and was suspended. Mm -hmm. A Mike Mitchell hit on Alex Smith. I don't know if you guys remember that one. He kind of that was in kind of during a play, but I think he was intentionally low on. That's um, when he went back at the back of Smith's legs. Yeah, yeah, it was just it was was dirty. And then this one with Gronk. And here's the deal: the hit Gronk, you know, put on Tre'Davious White. That's actually the hit during a play that they're trying to get rid of. <laughs> I know. You know, right? and then it happens after the play. Um, it wouldn't surprise me to see him appeal it, uh, because, you know, the way he was apologizing afterwards and all that stuff and see it get reduced to just a fine. But I'm not surprised. I actually think it's the right decision. Everything about this thing is ugly. Ryan Clark was in earlier talking about the stutter step wind up, yeah. the off arm swinging motion down into the elbow WWE drop, which, by the way, he has that brace on, which makes it even look worse, like he's just dropping onto the back of Tredavious White's Mm -hmm. head. The theme, Tim, in what you just said, by the way, and what you see as the worst hits, I noticed, is all of them coming from behind, right? Even the Alex Smith hit, which is the one I don't remember, Ryan, you're talking Mm -hmm. about, it's coming from behind, but low. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's it's that. Listen, they're behind, and and they're late, and somebody can seriously get injured. Like in Alex Smith's case, it could easily, you know, been a a knee injury. And I do think this, I think the NFL does a poor job of oftentimes they will have a punishment that is on like the net result. Like the, um, Danny Trevathan hit on Devonte Adams. Like I think if Devonte Adams hops back up there, it's not, he's not suspended, but because it was so ugly and Adams is laying down on the ground, and he's not motions. Then he gets to have to be carted off the field like, the net result was, you know, a severe head injury for Devontae Adams, and so I think it impacted the punishment for Danny Trevathan. Well, I think because um, Tredavious White was concussed, I think it changes the punishment for Gronk. I'm not, and I don't think it should, but it does. All right, do we have the sound? Because Ryan Clark was on with us earlier here, and it looks like we're getting this edited out right now because Ryan Clark, LSU guy, Tredavious White, LSU guy, and the Pats are going to get the Bills at home later mm-hmm. on. So this is the kind of hit you would think that the Bills, because that game was getting a little chippy anyway. Um, I thought the Dolphins game was getting a little chippy. It's almost this entire frustration by the AFC East about the New England Patriots. But would you be worried about Gronk in a rematch here because of what happened in this play? 100%. No How's doubt. that go down? Here's the deal with Gronk. The biggest issue for Gronk is and you're not going to go upon him, is you're going at his legs, which is what people are doing anyway. But, listen, one guy stands you up and another guy comes and gets you low. I mean, it's not it's not hard to figure out, you know, how you get retribution. Would that be something they talk about? Like if about? I were New England? Yeah. And because when do they play again? I think it might be the second to last game. I, I know where you're going with this one. Like if I were New England, I, I mean. Sit him out? <laughs> I mean, I'd think about it. Yeah, it's week 16. I mean, listen, they could still be playing for home field advantage and stuff, but, um, and look, everyone's going to say the right thing and, and that type of stuff. But, like, I mean, listen to Micah Hyde talk about it afterwards. Like, Micah Hyde was, was ticked afterwards because, you know, a guy that is plays in the secondary with him just got knocked out of a game by a cheap shot. I don't know what sound you're pulling, Ryan, from Ryan Clark. You yeah, I think we have it. All right, so you can hit this. This is what Ryan Clark was explaining to us that he had heard from Tredavious White in a text message after that play. 
What did you think of the Gronk hit on Tre'Davious White? Oh, total bush league. I thought it was. I thought it was. I thought it was awful. It was cheap. Did you talk it was, to Trey? It, it was dirty. I have. Right. Cause I have. He said. Guy. Yeah. He said. He said the whole hood want him. You know what I mean? The whole hood want Gronk for sure. I mean, that's the exact text. The whole hood want him. <laughs> em. What exactly um, could you translate that? Uh, that they won't put them hands on him. There you go. Also, what Ryan said, Tim, is he surprised and disappointed that Tredavious White's teammates didn't have his back? Yeah, I in don't the know moment. where they were. Don't know where they were. Well, there were two of them standing right there next yeah. to him on both sides of Tredavious White as Gronk drops on him. So you have the same mindset, Ryan Clark. You should have had him right there. Well, I just think, listen, even if it's just Gronkowski. like you get separated or whatever, like, right. yeah, I mean, look, Mike Evans got a suspension because Jameis Winston started a fight on the sideline. Right. You know? Um, there was somebody talking about the other day. There was a coach that you know you like to see your guys you know you know have each other's backs. I forget which game that was. Um, I forget what game that was. I think was that the Crabtree situation when some of those guys came over the Crabtree and keep to leap situation where some of the guys came over and got involved. I mean, listen, I'm not advocating for people just to fight in, uh, on the on the field, but truthfully, if like one of your players gets cheap shot, I mean, like you're, you're expecting people to come to your defense. Mm-hmm. More importantly, music, please. We got Tim Hasselbeck, Will Kane. We're still a show. Dry mouth, actually. Yeah, I know. Yeah. Uh, I you guys got a couple of waters going, a few, a uh, few aquas. So we, we threw it out there. We started talking about pull-ups. Well, how did it go down? You guys just did um, it. Well, it went down where um, you thought I could do 15. Okay. <laughs> I said 15 is a good number, and straight I said, up. Pull-ups. I said I thought I could do twice as many as that. You said 30. Um, yep. And um, Will, you know, was kind of sandbagging a little bit. He was like, you know, I might be able to do like 20. Is what Will. He's I like, done him in a while. He's like, so why don't I go first, you know? So Will went first. And I have to say, you like, deferred. listen, for, you know, for a guy that's, you know, about to move to Greenwich, you know, who only weighs about 137 pounds, he ripped off a ton of pull-ups. How you like that? 34 to be exact. See, I thought your pull-ups, Will, were a little bit more like pull-ups, and then you started kind of getting into this motion, this CrossFit deal. All so right, I so think you're, one you, of these, you're one of these guys in the comment thread here. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm an at you dude right now. <laughs> There's guys all over the place, so I'm still counting, and you guys are both at zero. <laughs> oh, see, now that seems mean. So You had a more defined kipping well, method. Well, we, we set so the you're parameters beforehand. Like, like we talked beforehand. You said, I was like, like, can you kip, like a CrossFit pull-up? Can yeah. you kip? And you said, yeah. Like, I did. I said, yeah. yeah how, I, however you could do it. So You have it down. He well, has that keeping motion down. Way, perfect. So if you You're were going a looser. To, which, by the way, this actually makes his 34 more impressive than, <laughs> than my 35. That's what, the, but that's your very in the lead. I do 34. Here the guy steps up in a suit, basically. He's taking his jacket and tie off. I'm not sure my shirt came untucked, by the way. Didn't so. come it untucked. Didn't. Despite all that kipping. See T-shirts. <laughs> chalk on the dress slacks. By the way, he walks in. He's like, do you guys have chalk? <laughs> You I have did. chalk on your I, I had, Oh, my God. I, this is amazing. Oh, of course I put chalk on. There's no way I was going to be able to hang that long without chalk. He jumps up. And by the way, I didn't realize it, but he, he's like, hey, look at you. Right before I go, he's like, hey, look at your pants. And I have a big white handprint from the chalk on my quad. No problem. He jumps Great up quad. there. The only his, suit, the only suit I practice for tomorrow, for pack for tomorrow. Starts his kipping. You know, you never know during the first 20. Are you going to lose motion? He said he got nervous on me when I got to north of 20. He's like, oh. 
He's not slowing hey, Listen, down. he was still rolling at 20. I was like, shoot, this, this is going to be embarrassing. I'm going to lose to the guy that is always arguing on first take. <laughs> I knew I was in trouble, man, when he got close. Because he wasn't going to. That's the Because he's a pro athlete. Yeah, he's not going to lose to me. He's not going to lose to me. But I'm not going to lie. There was a point where I was like, I could, I could, I could drop right now. But um, this guy lives on the Upper West Side. You know what I mean? Not... 35 for Hasselbeck. And he had a few more enemies, said. 35 no, for Hasselbeck, 34 for Will, four more consistent for Tim. But but four more impressive by Will on the dead hang pull-ups. I couldn't do as many pull-ups as he did dead hang. Yeah, because you did like this hybrid thing. Yeah. You had it all covered. You came up with an exercise today. That's my style, man. I go dead hang as long as I can. I do a leg kick like this. I don't know how to do the circular swing. I will swing say this, though. Has. I will say that this definitely happened because of our conversation beforehand. Like, there's no way I was going to do more than 30 if I went first. So oh, fact, I should let you go first. The fact that I had a target completely changed the game. <laughs> you're both winners as far as I'm concerned. So you're we're next. Well, by the way, we, the, big, the big thing is, the thing is um, we were over the gym, and they were like, um, hey, Rosillo does a lot of pull-ups, but he never has a shirt on <laughs> when, <laughs> when he does them. <laughs> I know. I don't understand. You're welcome. What's the point? They didn't Rosillo know people show. knew how to do pull-ups with shirts on. <laughs> Reminding you can watch all three hours of the show. On ESPN News, we'll get after it this weekend, and we're very proud of him on the show. It's ESPN Radio Storytime. Here's the thing. Saving money with GEICO is almost better than playing pickup basketball because there's always that guy who joins your game. He never passes the rock, he constantly bricks threes, and he'll completely hack you and then put his hands up and say, no foul, no foul. With GEICO, it's easy to switch and save on car insurance. No need to fake an ankle sprain because you're absolutely exhausted. So switch and save with GEICO. It's almost better than sports. Fun one for you today. Monday, we had a pull-up contest in the middle of the show. Didn't quite <laughs> expect that. I love the fact that Will Kane is rocking the Rosillo Canel t-shirt. Those are great t-shirts. These are really good shirts. Really good workout shirts. Yeah, fit just right. There's not many of them left. You know it's not a great sign when you walk. You know how many times I've walked into the free area, our lobby, and I just see stuff of my name on it being set out there. I think this is three times now where I've seen. So we're not even going to bother. We're just these are for the the hounds. Hold on, I'm gonna do the Ryan Rosillo move. I just realized I got a T-shirt on there. Hold on. <laughs> no, you t- got to get the side view. It's a All profile. Right. Yeah, we need getting to- the bicep out. It's what it is. Yep. That's the Ryan Rosillo. Is it flexed right? <laughs> not even flexing, bro. Okay. Uh we got Will Kane here today, Rosillo Show. Remind me if you miss any of the show, including Ryan Clark on Gronk's dirty hit, and also what Jadavius White said about Gronk. He texted Ryan Clark about that, and my opening college football rant where I just looked at Will before the show said, I said, I'm going to need this space for about seven or eight minutes here. And he was very gracious and let me do that. You got it. I mean, hold on. You got after it. I did. If you haven't uh, gone to Twitter where it's posted or download the podcast, you're going to enjoy the first nine minutes of this show. You're going to enjoy it. I did go a bit crazy. But I look, I had some stuff on my mind, and I watch all of this stuff. I listen to all of my colleagues, people that work at other places, people that I like and respect a lot. But I just think a lot of you are incredibly biased, and you got an outcome with Bama being the fourth team, and you decided to start making up all these conspiracies about it. This is a win. This these four teams. That's a win for the non-conspiracy. Hey, as long as we're setting records straight. Yeah. Naming names, taking souls. You took down everybody around here. I took Tim in a pull-up competition. Not really. He beat me by one. Jonathan, Ohio State fan, called in earlier and seemed to lay down on me a heavy piece of evidence in his Ohio State argument, saying. 
when I said, why does Vegas like Alabama better than Ohio State? He said, by one point, man, by one point. A lot of people on Twitter are like, whoa, look at Will. Can't handle somebody coming back strong. That would be cool if it were true. Yeah, but the, it's three to six points, depending on which book you look at, that Alabama's favorite Ohio State on a neutral field. They're yeah. the better team by everyone's estimation. That one point was the Clemson game, and then he was using that for the Ohio State thing. Okay, so please subscribe to the podcast, The Priscilla Show. You can get it at the Listen tab, the ESPN app. Open it right up. Previously, though, our story is from earlier when Will was telling his story about going out in New York City, and that's what led to the whole pull-up thing today. Previously on The Ryan Rossillo Show. I get a text from a couple buddies on Saturday. Actually, it was just one buddy, and he's like, hey, meet me up. It's Midtown, Bar Midtown, Georgia-Auburn. It's going to be a great game. Let's do this. And I'm like, be there in a few. What's the wife say? Screen lights all the way. Love it. Because <laughs> um, it happens so rarely at the age of 42 where you say, you know yeah. what? I'm going to rip the top off. But here's the truth. <laughs> I didn't think I was going to be ripping the top off. I thought I was just going. A couple casual good beers. A couple beers. Watch the SEC championship side game. Of, be home in time. Be back on the couch for the. For the Big Ten, <laughs> flip it back and forth with the ACC. I'll be home right in time for that. It didn't go down that way, man. <laughs> <laughs> so did you come back at nine and you're cranking Aerosmith? I, go, uh, yeah, I walk into the house. Kids are asleep. I turn the stereo on. <laughs> little love in the elevator. You're dancing around. <laughs> Baby, where are you? He's going to order some wings. Are you hungry? I know. I stink. That ain't been some vomit. <laughs> no, that'll come out. <laughs> I don't know why I thought of Aerosmith, because that would be the... I, I can't... I could probably name 40 bands that you would put on before Aerosmith. A hundred? But the, random, the randomness of it's great. Because you come in, you're like, you know what sounds good? Aerosmith and wings. <laughs> Babe, you want some wings? Right, because your wife would probably be like, oh, you went almonds. You went eat a peach. You're like, okay. And then it's just like, this is so obnoxious. He put pump on... <laughs> <laughs> and he brought wings back from like a place that isn't a go-to, but it's just open late. You know what's the best is when she wakes up the next morning, and I'm still, of course, asleep, and there's just evidence all over the place. Like, was you, there really? Well, yeah. You like what time why, did you get home? Why is there a bag of pita chips over here with like hot sauce? <laughs> you know, because it's just whatever you can get. So was she already asleep by the time the Big Ten championship? Well, yeah, that went pretty. Yeah, late. it started at eight thirty. No, no, no. Yeah, Big Ten started at 8, 8.30 East. Yeah, right. But yeah. she's not in bed by the kickoff, is she? No, no, on no. On no, Saturday? No, no. no, I didn't make it home in time for kickoff. Rolled right into the next game. <laughs> what time did you get home? I really, honestly, I I don't know, man. Well, at least you got home. Yeah. <laughs> that was me making fun of me. <laughs> it happens to the best of us. Yeah, sometimes. Um. <laughs> Yeah, I, uh, what would be your go-to jam? What would be... I got to hear this right now? Yeah, you could just go, you know what would be sick right now is Banded Gypsies Hendrix. <laughs> like just that, that thing that you go, yep, this is what I'm listening to, and I'm listening to it right now at 11. The, okay, honestly, because I have not very elevated musical taste, or actually it's decently elevated but not very broad, it would probably be, and Sruti's probably going to roll his eyes here, I'd come in. By the way, he's going to roll his eyes. Whatever I say. (laughs) It would be Sturgill Simpson turtles all the way down. I'd come home out of my mind and be like, that's going to put me right where I want to be. (laughs) (laughs) The way you frame that. 
that's going to put me right where I want to be. What about you, Saruti? <sighs> probably, probably Kings of Leon, like early stuff. Oh, it's like kind of still though. Yes, I love it. I can't get enough of it. I did it the other night. I was on the way home from going out to dinner with my fiance, and I'm like, "Isn't this song so good? Like, it's just so good." <laughs> this one too. Oh my god! And you? Just so it's so good. Mine changes all the time. I mean, just I don't know what it is, but when I just something about loving an elevator. <laughs> no, when when I hear some of the early Busta Rhyme stuff, even though he was kind of hit or miss. That does it for me. Buster Rhymes. Um, I would also say Whipping Post. 